You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, happy Monday. I'm Jordan, the host of the Horny Housewife podcast. Today, the intro is going to be short because I've got one hell of an episode. We are sitting here powwow and listener questions out the butthole. And then we're talking about jealousy and specifically not the jealous bitches today, but the jealous men, a little scarier, a little more dateliney vibes. But, but jealousy is just a human emotion. We've got healthy jealousy healthy jealousy we can communicate about. And then there's chaotic, destructive, no bueno jealousy. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to resolve jealousy or approach jealousy in your relationship. That's going to work for both the men and the women. But I specifically also really am talking about the dudes today because y'all have been left out. I had a listener write in going, hey, You've talked about the women experiencing retroactive jealousy, which specifically is jealousy of their past experiences, sexual experiences, relationships, etc. But you have not talked about a man experiencing this, and boy, the fuck am I. And so after the jealousy bit, a little history, some tips, I really hone in on this listener and... I mean, I kind of went a little hard. I did, but solution-packed, my friends, solution-packed. So if you've ever experienced jealousy ever in your whole fucking life, then this topic of Z-Hour, this segment is going to be for you. It's pretty interesting, actually. And these tips are great reminders of what the fuck you actually need to do, talk about, and mostly like look inward and ask yourself, do I feel threatened? Like, do I feel like I'm being replaced? Like, what's going on here? So yeah, don't get me started because she'll get started and then I just repeat it the whole fucking episode. So stay tuned for that. It's a goodie. You know, first comes listener questions and that's all I have to say. It's your favorite part of the show for a goddamn reason. But first, I'm just going to check in with my freaky fam and let me tell you how I'm doing. I'm doing fantastic because I wasn't. I was not doing well at all. I'm doing fantastic now because you're hearing this on Monday, but for me, it's Sunday 
she keeps it in real time, baby. And so that means in two days, but now one day tomorrow is essentially Mother's Day. It's Mother's Week, a.k.a. The kids go back to school. They're like, man, you have talked about that several times now. You really, yeah, I was struggling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had many fleeting thoughts of just boarding a plane, just running away. But I thought that that might fuck my children up, you know, fuck up my family. So I, I decided not to. But I, I thought about it. I did. I played it out. It was in my morning meditation. I'm like, run away, run away. So I, you know, I was watching Datelines of women that it just snapped. And it didn't feel as foreign as it normally does. I felt, you know, a little, a little sympathy. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kind of kidding. I'm kind of kidding mostly kidding. No, but I will say that summer is a fucking season that impacted my mental health. And I know I'm a pussy. I know I am. There are women that have four kids and are doing more than me and much, many more things. And I think they're a hero. And I don't even know what's in their DNA because I don't understand how how they do it. I don't understand how they are not on hard drugs. The women that are teachers that go home to their three children, I will never understand. I will never understand. You deserve to be paid way more than you are. And I I just feel so fried by the end of the day. Normalize moms being able to bitch about being fucking fried. And I'll tell you something, I'll be vulnerable, I'll be open. In my own marriage, the last, you know, nine days, I have just, it's been 24-7 kids, for the most part, pretty hardcore. And it has been just exhausting. You feel like you're doing nothing and everything at the same time. And men, don't forget, don't forget that you are not walking in her shoes. Just like you know, you're like deep down, like my wife could not do what I do every day, no fucking way. We know we're not doing it. We get it. You couldn't be doing what we're doing. So I feel like appreciating your spouse is really important. And if your wife happens to be on edge and you're right at this little cusp when school's about to start, just know it's about to go away that she's about to get her cup filleth. She is about to be horny again. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for you. She is about to take flight. So just be a support beam, an emotional support, and let her talk shit about the children that you made. My favorite episodes are the ones where I feel like I'm just talking to my BFFs. I've got a whole hell of a lot of listener questions, and I find those fun. I find them V-relatable, sometimes a little funny, laughing with you, not at you, unless it merits being laughed at, but in all in love, all in love and good humor. 
I feel like y'all can handle it. I feel like you know why you're here. I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm going to try my damnedest to get some solution in there. And we're just going to, you know, take the edge off and provide a little comic relief. And quite possibly, maybe you need to be called out or you need a little reality checky checky. With that being said, let's dive on in. Question number one. Okay, I'm not doing the one, two, three, four, five. We're just going. Here we go. My man can get hard within seconds of me being near him, which is a huge turn on for me. However, even though he is hard the entire time of fucking, he never comes, which makes me feel less than. He swears this is normal, but I have never heard of any dude having this problem before, confused but getting my kicks off. Okay. If by getting your kicks off means you're coming and you're really enjoying his hard dick, then I'm so happy for you. But the word normal, okay, I know I'm not a big fan of it because like what the fuck is normal? Not me. But there are certain things that would be more common and the general public is finding that semen comes out of penises. So... I'm not sure normal, if that is normal, air quotes, and I don't know about him, but if I was a man and I was not ejaculating, I would be going to the doctor to find out. So I went to Google because next best thing, right? And I said, a man who isn't ejaculating, are there men who don't ejaculate is actually what I put. And uh, it's true. It is a thing. But there's a difference between not ejaculating and not climaxing, having an orgasm. There are men who identify with not ejaculating but climaxing or the inability to climax. Even those are called different things, big words. And there are men who identify with having delayed ejaculation. So these issues exist. I wouldn't personally recommend just being stagnant about it. I would want to know more. I'd want to understand why my body was doing this. If he is like, I'm really enjoying the sex and I have an orgasm, then I could understand why it's not the end of the world. I don't know if this affects baby making. I'm assuming it would as the little swimmers come packed in that junk. If I were you, I'd ask more questions. I wouldn't be angry about it. I wouldn't be like, so what the fuck? I would just be like, you know what? I was doing some reading. I was reading up on the topic. Actually, I told a podcast host and she did it on her show and she said to 20,000 other people as well that this is in fact not normal. I wouldn't say the latter, but I would say the first that I read up and mommy wants your semen. She wants a facial. She wants a cream pie. And I'm just interested seeing if maybe that can become a reality. I think you're missing out. If you need to throw a little statistic out there, I googled what percentage of men cannot ejaculate. Anna ejaculation occurs in 0.14% of the general population. So we called his bluff and maybe he's feeling insecure about it. Maybe that wasn't a cover or a lie or deception. It was he's embarrassed and feels less than. So tread lightly come at it without, you know, being a bitch, stroke his ego, tell him the sex is fabuloso, but you just have more questions and you think that this is something you could resolve even. Maybe there's options that you don't even know about. And he's just has his head in the sand because it's embarrassing for him. I wish you the best of luck in your ventures. Totally let me know if he starts spurting it out. If there's any men 
here that are like, I actually suffer from anti-ejaculation. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Let me know because I think we're all intrigued at this point. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Moving onward. Are all women capable of squirting? I want to make my wife squirt, but she doesn't believe that she's able to. I'd love to make this happen for her, but I don't know where to start to give her that confidence that we should try to make it happen. Okay, if you want me to shoot you completely straight, I can't see it going the way you want it to or having a successful squirting moment with any sort of pressure. For me, I will tell you an experience that there's a huge mental block that sometimes you have to master solo. So I think if she has any interest in squirting, if this is something like some women, maybe they can't do it. Maybe they want to experience it really bad for whatever reason. They've seen it in porn. It looks really hot. They want to see their husband slurping it up. They Their husband talks about it being so hot and they want to please. And they're like, oh, I wish I could do that. And it's never happened before for them. So they think that that's not in the cards for them. Well, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, or you've just done your own research, you will find that there are plenty of articles, blogs, forums, I'm fucking sure, and courses, like instructions on Beducated. There's one you'll hear about Beducated at some point in this episode today, but they have a fabulous course. And at the end, you actually see a demonstration. It's an animation though, this one. Sometimes you get people demonstrating you most of the time you do, but for the squirting one, it was animated. But it was really nice to see because I got to see how I would be touching myself exactly. And that G spot. So any toy, toys and squirting go fabuloso together. Something that can vibrate, stimulate, push and provide any sort of stimulation on that G spot. And you're really ramping up the arousal and you want to be relaxed and you want to just allow. You got to be in an allowing, receiving, letting your body do whatever without any inhibition. And that can be challenging for some people. Some people are like, what's going on? What what happens if this happens? You feel insecure. You're like, what do I look like? All these things come into play and it takes away from it and makes it that much harder. So when a man is putting pressure on a woman to do this, I feel like you're just taking steps backwards from it. So don't hold on to you need the squirt, okay? Because I why do we latch on to things that we may never have? You know, there are some women who say they will never have anal. It is just not in the cards. They are not letting their man anywhere near their butthole. And it seems like those men are just really craving an asshole. And for some reason, that really bothers me. But I get it. I get it. It's like, you want what you can't have. It's out of reach. You can have it, but you can't have it. So you can't have it. But you're like, can I have it? And that can be unhealthy. You must ask yourself, at what cost? 
And for some reason, it just, when you let yourself have every single fleshly desire, something about it, I feel like it's not why we're here. We're not here just to be happy. Happy is a feeling. Pleasure is a feeling. Joy is a feeling. And all feelings are fleeting. They're fleeting. They're fleeting. Okay. So there was that. If you caught my drift there, if you were picking up what I'm putting down, you are my people. If you're confused, that's okay. That's okay. I'm a confusing bitch. I am a confusing woman, but I will clarify. Drugs feel good. Sex feels good. Bad decisions that have bad consequences feel good sometimes. I lived many years of my life doing what I wanted, being quite self-destructive for those instant gratification, for that high. And what goes up must come down, let me tell you. So at what cost? Sometimes you got to focus on something different, not what you're not getting. Focusing on the absence of something, we really took the squirting to a really deep level, but you just expand on the absence, if that makes sense. When you focus on what you don't have, I feel like you stay in a state of longing. And I share this with you because I struggle with insatiability myself. I felt like I had to throw that in there because there isn't just this easy answer of, you know what? Yeah, take the course, learn how to squirt, get in there and she's going to be Niagara Falls. It's not always going to be the case. And then I don't want to give people false hope and they go out there, it doesn't work for them and they feel like something's wrong with them or she feels like her body doesn't work or it's not doing what it's supposed to or he feels like he's not doing it right. And then they feel like they're just missing out and they have severe FOMO and no, focus on the good. Focus on the great. There's so many fun fucking things to do together while you're fucking. So many. So if it doesn't turn out that she is a squirter squirter, then no biggie. You said she doesn't seem interested. You said she doesn't really have the confidence. I think you could start with breeding some confidence in her. Ultimately, that will be her decision and her journey to be a more confident lover. And you could be leading by example. You could be hyping her up. You could be listening to this podcast together. You could be using many other resources that are out there to have conversations that start conversations that could lead to you both being turned on and having questions, having a conversation, and slowly making decisions that in turn, she feels like more confident in her body image, solo play partnered play, and then maybe squirting comes up and she goes on that journey. But this is not something that overnight you're going to get. And that's just the realistic answer. Okay. I will say, I have to say, just to hold hope that every woman's body is capable of this. Women that thought they couldn't, wouldn't, can't have. So there is that. Go for it, ladies. I suggest solo. Like I said, try it solo first, work on it, find your spot, learn your body, what you like, what you don't like, learn how to communicate that to your partner and be a hydrated girly and have fun. On to the next. My husband and I got together at 18. Now we're currently 31 with two kids. Sex with us has always been 45 minutes to an hour long. Damn, I would be happy if it was 20 minutes long. 
Me too. 20 minutes is usually a quickie for us, but is rare. Damn. Because sex is so long, it makes me desire it less because it's a lot of work. Makes sense. Even he doesn't know why it lasts so long and it annoys him. Don't get me wrong. Nobody wants a five minute man, but 45 minutes to an hour is very long to do three times a week. Any tips for sex not lasting as long? Okay. She said I could email her for more context. I should have, but I feel like these are intense questions. I have to be like a sister, like a sister that is just a heartless, cold-blooded fucking sister and just say all the things I think it could be if I'm being completely honest because that's what I'm going to do. It could be. These are going to be fucking brutal. (laughs) He could be masturbating way too much. He could be not as attracted to you. No, you don't want to hear that, but this is indeed a possibility. So she's listing it. He may suffer from delayed ejaculation, like we mentioned earlier. If I was you, because I have no self-restraint or impulse control, I would say, are you watching porn too much? Are you spanking the monkey a little too often? Because it's now I don't know how upfront and honest he is if y'all have the type of relationship where you can be like look me in the motherfucking eyes and I want you to tell me the truth if you know in your own heart I'm talking to the listener who's asking that you do not look like the person you looked like when you first got together or five years ago or 10 years ago. I know we all age. I'm not being unrealistic. I'm talking about people that have gained 75 pounds. I'm talking about people that have let themselves go. And I know that's harsh, but it happens. And so these are the consequences of when you neglect yourself. That's true. What the fuck do you expect? I do really wish I could ask what a quickie means. Like, is it because you have to be quick? And so... It can take 20 minutes or just sometimes he lasts 20 minutes versus an hour. I really want to know how often the man masturbates and I want to know the state of your relationship. (laughs) So I guess I would reflect and think of maybe the possibilities because you would know more than I would of what it could be and have a conversation. Don't just get all fucked in your head. The reason why I would address it and have that uncomfortable moment conversation, even if it's like not a good moment whatsoever, to try to find clarity because the latter is you not looking forward to sex and anything that we're not looking forward to, at some point the orgasms are going to get out of the equation and your little pussy is crying You're like, oh my God, another hour of the bounding, you know? So I feel like there could be some realistic solutions. If he could quit touching his dick, I don't know why I'm just assuming that he's just jacking off all the time. Maybe I'm totally wrong. But the truth is, is that some men will train their dicks to respond to a level of stimulation that no partner can duplicate at least without coaching is what WebMD said. And so the men usually aren't coaching her to squeeze it that hard. And maybe her pussy is not clenching it that hard. So you're taking away from the experience you're having with your partner. And just like I say with the vibrator, sometimes you have to go on a vibrator strike. Sometimes you have to take a little breather. You don't have to give it up. You don't have to be anti it, anti-masturbation, but you can touch your dick differently. 
you can lay off on the gangbangs being the go-to video every single time, okay? Because you're only taking away from you and wifey's time. Don't do that. Don't do that. Other things it could be besides him being a feverish masturbator, (laughs) stress. Poor guy could be fucking stressed and he's hearing this and I'm stressing him out more. I'll ease up on him now and go hard on the listener. Just kidding. But lovely listener, I'm saying this as a fellow mother who has pushed six pounds, nine ounces out of her vagina. Our vaginas change after childbirth. And I know you mentioned you had kids and I bet your vagina is a rock star, but I will tell you that sometimes things happen with age. We have wide set hips, wide set vagina. We all have different vaginas. And some women may need a little love and attention and tighten down there. Sometimes the Kegels aren't doing it and you need to go to a med spa or a plastic surgeon or a doctor where they shove a wand up there and laser that bad boy back to an 18-year-old. So just an option. I'm not saying you re-virginizing yourself is going to make him bust quicker. But I know that sometimes the men don't want to tell us that it feels different. So with that being said, I know I mention a lot of uncomfortable conversations and I hope that people can hear it, process it without wanting to die or feel embarrassed, rejected, or gross and go, okay, this is for the greater good. This feedback is for the greater good. Also, you don't have to say things like an asshole. Some people are extra brash. Some people are extra sugar coaty. I'm sure you know which one you're married to. And if they're the extra sugar coaty one, then you know that the situation is worse than it actually is. <laughs> Moving onward, everybody. This is fun. Isn't this fun? Okay. My husband and I have been married for almost a year. But even prior to marriage, our sex life has dwindled. It could be due to a multitude of things, but no matter what I say or do, I can't get him to understand that the way to get me in the mood is not to send me what would you do if questions or to randomly jokingly grab a tit. We've discussed that intimacy and arousal begins outside of the bedroom, but it always seems to be done in a joking, goofing, and unserious manner, and that's a total turnoff help. Okay. I'm here for you. So sometimes men are dumb. <laughs> sometimes men and women can lack emotional intelligence. Men, I know there's dumb women too. Okay. I know. But we're talking about her right now. Okay. So sometimes men need a fucking blueprint. They need clear instructions. So I wish I knew what exactly you've talked about. But you could start watching a show. Yellowstone, I don't know. Something that has a really dominant man, maybe you want fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, probably doesn't want to watch that Yellowstone great story. So, you know, you both can win there. He's going to love it. You're going to love it. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you have some references. You can bring up a show you've watched together and be like, oh, wow, that really fucking turns me on the way he does that to her. Like, that just thinking about you doing that to me just fucking gets me wet. Showing him with an example could be a great way so he can see exactly what you're looking for. I hope he's a willing man. I don't know if this is unwillingness or just not knowing. He seems like a perfect candidate 
for a horny housewife listener. And I think adding a resource, trying Beducated, doing something, fucking hopping on Google, play game, something that adds a layer of depth to your intimacy so that you can be aroused, maybe discussing what turns you on, fantasies you have, things you'd like to try in your life, your sex bucket list, your love language, his love language. And I wouldn't shy away from telling him what you need and want. I would just make sure it didn't come across as naggy and like, you're really bad at this and this really icks me out and I just, I don't like it when you, that's not, it's going to shut him down. I know it's annoying. It's going to shut him down. It's going to hurt his ego. He's going to feel like he can't make you happy. He's going to feel not good, I don't think. Maybe some men, that doesn't bother them as much, and they want the constructive criticism, and there are some men that do not respond well to that. So I would take the approach, if I were you, of being sexy about it, demonstrating it, dirty talking, guiding it, leading it, showing him, which means you taking initiative, you being more take charge, but maybe he will respond well to that. Maybe this will turn him the fuck on. And maybe if you have one of those conversations where you're inquiring about what turns him on, what he finds super sexy, y'all can both take each other's feedback and then take the next romp sesh to the next level. Discuss with one another being more intentional about the next date night or your little erotic play date you have on the schedule. You could be sexting him, okay, while he's at work. And while you're being sexy, you're telling him what you like, what you want to see him do, what you imagine him doing. So he's thinking you're all turned on and he's now knowing this is what you wish he would be like. And hopefully he wants to go do that so he can go get his dick wet. And if he is just fucking clueless and as a lost cause, then I, I don't know what to tell you because sadly there are people who completely lack wi willingness and self-awareness and I don't know how to fucking help you. So yeah, good luck. If you are listening and you're like, you know what? I have a fucking listener question. You can write me truly anonymously on my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com. That'll be in the episode notes. Or you can DM me over at Instagram at underscore thehornyhousewifepodcast. I will say this. I get a lot of questions in the DMs and it's much easier to lose them or get pushed to the bottom or the screenshot get lost in the madness. So if you ask me a question and I respond and ask, tell you that I will be discussing it in an upcoming episode, know that that means in the future, maybe not the next upcoming Monday, but I will be getting to it in the future. If you're like, hey, it's been a while and I've asked a question, send it again. Copy, paste, send it again. Get it to the top of my inbox. I try my very hardest to respond to everybody and to keep it organized, but it still gets loaded up. So thank you for understanding. And going through the website is always the best way. Those are so neatly filed for me automatically and I see them all. Also, there's one person who keeps changing their name, which it's anonymous. You can put whatever fucking name you want. One person wrote Titzilla, like put whatever the fuck you want. But one person keeps changing their name. So when you send in a listener question, it's just a bunch of numbers. I get whatever information you put in there as your name, whatever. But 
it'll be like a chat box for me and pop up. So if you ask another listener question, it'll be in that same box. It won't make a new one. So I've gotten one listener who changes the name every time. It's a female name, but asks if they can hear my husband spank me. So I just wanted to let you know that I know you've asked 200 million times. That's never going to happen. Okay. Onward. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jelly, 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 jelly. Are you a jelly bitch? Well, guess what? We're not talking about you today, crazy bitch. We're talking about the jelly men. So I got this listener question or maybe listener statement slash question, but he brought up retroactive jealousy and how I've discussed women writing into me saying, I can't get over my husband's past. He's so sexy. He's fucked all the women. He knows how to leave pipe. And I just get lost in those thoughts. And sometimes they're horny, horny. They're horny and angry at the horny and angry, horny and angry at the same time. We call it horny. <laughs> That's so funny to me. And other times they're just fucking down in the dumpies and they don't like it. And it's not adding to their life. It's taking away and both parties are annoyed and they're like, I need to stop being fucking jealous and insecure. So jealousy is a normal human emotion and any relationship, whether you are monogamous, swinger, poly, open, monogamish, whatever you are or aren't, jealousy is just a fucking feeling and anyone can experience it regardless of the boundaries you have in your relationship. And so with that being said, of course, men, men can be very fucking jealous. I watch a lot of Dateline. So there's good jealousy and there's bad jealousy. And I guess that means jealousy that is toxic and unhealthy and destructive to either the person who's experiencing the jealousy or the person who is on the other side of it, dealing with the insecure, freaking out spouse if jealousy leads you to freak out, or maybe just leads you to extreme moodiness, irritability, paranoia. I'm going to kind of dive into all these little outlets, I want to talk about a good jealous and a bad jealous. And then I want to talk about what you can do if you're experiencing jealousy in your relationship and how to go from there. But first, let's talk about the poll that I took. So I took a poll last Monday. I asked, what makes you jealous? Because I knew we were going to talk about this. So let's see what some of the, the guys had to say. 
other men making my wife laugh. Okay. I love this. I'm loving the honesty. That's what I like. I like when men can get vulnerable and just fucking say it, regardless if it sounds like, oh, like, oh, like, shut the fuck up. Let's just hear these. And then I will be the judgmental bitch after. Okay. This sounds petty, but when the kids get more attention than I do, I'm jealous of my wife's panties. Wish it was my face. (laughs) That one was good. Quotes, I met another dad at the park. (laughs) I think she's trying to make you jealous. If I thought my wife would be emotionally involved with someone else, no physical jealousies. I was jealous at a younger age about everything. Now I find most of those things a turn on. I kind of relate to that one a little bit. I I definitely 100 million percent get jealous, but I'm a horngy. I'm a horngy, jealous girl. That's the type. So I think it works in my husband's favor. Okay. Knowing she put more effort with initiating and being more involved sexually with exes. Why do you know that? Okay. Well, she's a doctor and sees other people's junk. A little weird, but I don't get jealous. Okay. Well, you don't get jealous. So I tried it. No, but that's funny because... She probably gives a rat's ass. She probably doesn't look forward to that, seeing those shriveled little flaccid, wrinkly penises. And if it's hard, then she's really not enjoying it because it's kind of awkward turtle. Okay. Seeing dudes in her Facebook search history. My wife banging other guys, but I love it. (laughs) Nothing, really. When my wife seems a little too happy talking to another dude. Some jealousy or just anger, but men trying to flex with money or large gifts to get my wife's attention. Why is there men buying your wife gifts and giving them money? Okay, I said I was going to save my judgments, but here we go. When my wife is secure and independent, it's a good jealousy. Can't get away from her. Mm, I like that. No idea. I know my wife's hot, so expect her to get attention. If it's her pleasure, that results. Dick size, if my wife is seen bigger than I am. If my girl is getting action and not giving me photos and videos. What doesn't make me jealous? Male best friends. Oh, we're going to talk about that. When a woman entertains another man's attention. So those last two that I just read. Male best friends. And when a woman entertains another man's attention. I took follow-up polls because I had to. And I said... Ladies, be fucking honest. Is it okay to entertain another man flirtatiously? I did give some like really weird options because it's kind of a broad question. I put, yeah, it's harmless. That was 17% of y'all said that. It depends was the winner with 40% because I guess it depends. (laughs) 36% know my eyes are on the prize at home. That was runner up there. And then 7% other men, where? Like they aren't even fucking on their radar, which there's nothing wrong with noticing, in my opinion. How do you know? I mean, it's easy to notice a very attractive person, right? We're fucking human beings with eyes. And some of us are more visual creatures than others. And just looking at objectively, Seeing someone who is attracted does not mean you are about to throw your fucking life away and go risk it all for that person. I'm not surprised by the two runner-ups of the question because this podcast is about trying to be super intentional in your marriage. So they may appreciate or, oh, 
flattered if someone that's very attractive is giving them some sort of attention or they're conversating and noticing like this person's very attractive, but they have no malintent. There's nothing brewing there. They, they're happy at home. They're happy with what they got. They've been watering that yard. It's healthy. She's not looking to do any new landscaping. Now there was a group of people that said, yeah, it's harmless. And I will say, ladies don't hate me that 17%. But I know some women, or let me rephrase this. I have been in a group setting around women multiple times where we've been at a happy hour, whatever it may be. And she's that girl who it's the harmless flirtation. And as time has gone by, I've realized she's actually fucking some of those people probably, or I wouldn't be surprised, or maybe it's not them, but it's someone else. And the time she does talk doesn't sound like it's going too great at home. So I feel like if you really feed that, if you're really looking for that, if you thrive off that attention, I think that says something. So I think it's good to check yourself, see where you're coming from, see where your intentions lie. And I think there are some people that it's they have a flirty personality and it is harmless. Doesn't mean you won't get yourself in hot water because there are two people involved. And sometimes you don't know who you're harmlessly flirting with. So maybe I'm just playing it real safe here. And maybe you agree, maybe you don't agree. This one's controversial as well. Seems very controversial. Okay, male best friends. And I should have had the third option, like gay be- gay best friend forever and ever and ever and ever. But that doesn't count because like they don't want to fuck us. Like they don't like our vaginas. So they're not interested in our vagina. So that's why I was I'm talking about a straight male who likes pussy. Male best friends. Male BFFs okay. 30% of you said yes. Male BFFs not cool for us meaning this is like determined together and y'all agree a boundary. You don't have opposite sex friendships or best friend. Best friend's different. Okay. I'm not talking. We all hang out as couples and y'all are all close kind of thing where you're close with the wife and the husband. Y'all are good friends and care about one another. I'm talking about Paul from high school that just makes you laugh so hard and y'all are so close. Paul's been wanting to fuck you. Paul has masturbated to you 712 times and you friend zoned him in 11th grade and got married, had kids. Paul wants to fuck you. Paul is waiting for you to leave your husband. Maybe not. Paul wants to fuck you and your husband. Paul wants to be the other side of the Oreo. I don't know, but I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Maybe I'm cynical, but I bet some of the guys are like, you know what? She ain't wrong. Someone mentioned in my DMs, I just read a few moments ago, that Steve Harvey said it best, and I know what he's talking about. Steve Harvey was talking about opposite sex friendships, and I'm like, it's Steve Harvey, okay? He's being honest with everyone right now. He was like, no, like, as a man, you know someone's friend zoning someone, Someone is, you know, there's a boundary there. But if there was no boundary, if it was free game, you know, one of them would be down. So I guess that's how I look at it. Call me cynical. Call me. There's probably other names for that. 
old school, whatever. But to me, it makes sense. If you're watering a relationship, if there's a friendship, because to me, a best friend is something you pour into, like you care for it, you preserve it, you keep that connection, you maintain that you find out what's going on in their life, they find out what's going on in your life, you confide in them, you trust them. And I think the only male that should be is the man you're married to. And your girl best friends, I mean, that's a whole, or gays, the gays or the girls, those are the people that you can confide in and lean on and cry on their shoulder and go shopping with. Not Chris, okay? Not Liam. I don't know where these names are coming from. Not Eric, your coworker. You're being naive. No. And I kind of don't understand why the woman gets mad when they have a male best friend and then their husband's jealous and they're like, he's jealous and there's nothing to worry about. We've been friends for like 15 years. Like I'm, I would never look at him that way. Gross. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's not looking at you that way. And more than likely your husband knows. So if he's upset, then he knows Eric looks at you sideways or Eric is waiting for you to fuck up and to put it vice versa. This goes both ways. There are women, there are fucking neighbors. There are women that I know that you know that those women would fuck your husband behind your back. And one reason why I really love my husband is because my husband will see right through it too. Like he'll know and be like, I'll be like, she's so fake to me. Like I know she's the kind of girl that would fucking scam on my man behind, behind my back. And the cheater men, the men that would cheat on you, they're going to, no, like, no, no, I think you're overplaying it. My husband is like, yeah, she's being fake as fuck to you. I bet she would. And I'm like, I I told you, I saw it. I know it. I know it. And nothing aggravates me more when a girl pretends to be my friend. Oh, you're so pretty. I'm going to shove it up your ass. Okay. Shove it up your ass and walk away. So that just goes to show that I think women lot of us, we can sniff each other out. We know, well, I know because I, I used to be a slut. So I can look at my former self and be like, <laughs> can't bullshit the bullshitter, baby girl. And the men, these men that used to be playing the field, that used to be getting it in, who didn't care who it was, or if they were in a relationship, whatever, maybe your man wasn't disrespectful <laughs> and a man whore, but the men know when a man is trying to get with this girl. They can see it. They see clearly. And when the wife, she's just being nice, Tyler, calm down. Your man sees him clearly. So it goes both ways. Know that you're the team. So if your spouse feels bad about someone, if they feel uneasy about someone, don't just discredit them and call them insecure hear them out. And sometimes we girls can be a little cray, a little intense, a little passionate. And this segment's supposed to be about the men. And the men can be intense and domineering and scary. Some men can, jealousy can fucking make them scary. And that goes for women too. I don't want to just make one gender the bad party. Jealousy in general can ruin things, bring chaos, destroy, destroy things, destroy your self-esteem, destroy your relationship, make you act out. And you don't want that to be the cause of your relationship suffering. So men that can relate to this, let's talk about the good jealousy and the bad jealousy. I am going to paraphrase 
what I read from the Good Men Project website. So goodmenproject.com. Don't want to plagiarize. I want to tell you where I'm getting my information from. This is, I guess, considered, a, some of it's considered opinion. There are people that could disagree with what I'm saying, but I, I do believe in this. Okay. Healthy jealousy is when a man has built something for his woman, built a home, figuratively speaking. He has put in the work to build friendship, trust, romance, and then when an ex or whatever comes along with one thing in mind, your heart will begin to pump and you are like ready for emotional war. And ladies, if your man does not feel that feeling when someone's disrespecting him, then basically the article said he's a pussy. I'm just going to sum that up. They didn't call him a pussy, but it's like he's a quitter. He's broken. He's wounded. Harsh, but I don't disagree. I feel like for the majority, men would say that's like a biological man. If a man is standing there and some man walked up and is hitting on his wife and she is not responding and he isn't stopping and is being disrespectful right there in front of him, of course, that man's going to get worked up. He is not going to be happy about it. I think that is a normal reaction. Unhealthy would be if he starts acting like a baby. If something makes him jealous, whatever the story is, and it started out healthy, but then it gets out of control, it goes left, it gets abusive, it gets taken too far. There are jealous men that have stalked their ex-lovers. There have been really horrible, horrible things. And that is something that I think you should evaluate if you could even be with. If someone isn't making steps to making that right, then that can be dangerous, in my opinion. And healthy jealousy, you're able to turn inward, you're able to communicate, and a strong woman should be supportive and affirming and clearly, clearly united with her man, not questioning him for his mature, healthy expression of jealousy, but be there to resolve it together where he has no question. He sees her unwavering loyalty in that moment. And in this article, and my own opinion, again, harsh, I am inclined to believe a woman questioning her man, communicating in a healthy, mature way, jealousy, and she makes him feel belittled for that, or she is sluggish in response and back and forth, that maybe she is not as committed as you think she is, and maybe she's thinking about her other options. Example. A man approaches your wife in a bar setting or wherever, and she entertains it. And she is disrespectful to the fact that you are right there watching and she doesn't care. She'll deal with that later. She'll tell you, don't worry about it. Like, just get over it. And it's emasculating and it's disrespectful. And it doesn't seem like she gives a fuck. And that I feel like is a woman almost arousing jealousy from her man or just being careless and disrespectful. I don't think careless is the right word. I would say stupid, stupid, selfish, thoughtless. Now, maybe your man's a cuck and that doesn't even fucking apply. And y'all are like, we do this on purpose. Okay. I will tell you, there's a common misconception that the people that share or are open or a cuck or whatever that they don't experience jealousy. How do you not be jealous? How do you not be jealous? I asked 
this Dan and Lacey, the swinger couple that came on the podcast a while back, like how, what do you do when that comes up? And they're like, it does come up and we fucking talk about it. And it's really cool. So another, a different article I read on choosing therapy, it talked about where jealousy comes from. And it, again, it's said a normal human emotion. And when you deal with it properly, this is an opportunity to strengthen your relationship, but ongoing jealousy indicates anxiety, self-esteem issues. Maybe you've got some deep childhood issues. Maybe there's been past infidelities and they're manifesting in how you engage in the current relationship. Research also suggests that jealousy grows when you face a threat to your self-esteem, which is interesting. So this article gave some tips that I'm going to relay to you. And although I wanted to point out what the men shared about what makes them jealous, these tips can apply to either or, wife or hubby. So I think both can get something out of it. So the first thing you're going to want to do is acknowledge and openly talk about what's making you jealous. Like the guy saying his wife talking to other men. Are you talking about any fucking time she talks to another dude? You feel jealous? What does this mean? This means something about you, not about her. That's not her being disrespectful. That's her having a conversation. You got to have those sometimes when you go out and interact with the real world. And that is something you're going to have to figure out how to accomplish and let go so that you're not planting a bad seed in your marriage. Because letting that stuff just build up and be, and that's who you are going to be and show up as, ooh, some ugly is going to come from it. And some resentment is going to be a brewing. And then she's not going to respect you anymore. She's not going to view you in that masculine, strong rock for her, which I know you want to be. I know you can be. And you can both be pillars for each other. You can both lean on each other. But if you are constantly radiating insecurity, because that's what it is, it's, it's insecurity. It's, is this person going to take my person? Am I not going to be good enough? Really ask yourself, like, what is it that you're afraid of? Like, why do you feel like this? So having a candid conversation with your partner, communication is key and all of the motherfucking things. In so many cases, it's this internal battle. So looking inward, you have to. And then when you kind of discover or some light bulbs go off, that's when you share them with your partner. You be truthful. You tell the person, this makes me uncomfortable. If you have a boundary you need to put in place, perfect opportunity during this conversation. And you have to be realistic. And I'm going to talk to the ladies you can't say you are not allowed to look and speak at a, speak with a female. Have y'all seen that TLC 90 Day Fiance? The man had his phone out FaceTiming at the dentist because the dental hygienist was a female because she was afraid that the dentist, who was a female, there would be other females talking to her man and she needed to see every conversation. That is not sexy. There is, I know there are men that are like, I love the crazies. Yeah, there's there's a certain level of crazy and then you surpass into an extremely insecure burden. That sounds terrible. And that's coming from a girl who's been a crazy, insecure bitch. Dude, the first time I fell in love and the first time I got cheated on, after that, I was destroyed. 
I was so paranoid. I was so worried. I didn't know what I, what to do, what I should do. How can I prohibit if I just fuck him every single day? Maybe that'll be enough for him and he won't need to go seek another person. Like it is a mind fuck. And I was really young. So obviously now those thoughts, I would be like, your loss, you know, that wasn't about me. That's about you. But as we grow up and experience feelings and new hurt and new trauma, sometimes we don't know what the aftermath is going to be and the mental, emotional warfare that will play out. Don't beat yourself up for being jealous, but if you're not doing anything about it and you're just living this way and go, this is my personality, and I think that's being stagnant. A partner who is willing to honestly talk about their feelings, that is healthy jealousy. Example, I felt jealous when the girl at the party was talking to you or when the man at the party was talking to you or the way you were smiling and laughing at his jokes and I feel like you fucking roll your eyes and are ached out by mine. I felt like he was flirting and made me feel uncomfortable. He was hitting on you. That's a healthy expression of jealousy. How you decide to respond to your own jealousy will make or break. We'll make it or break it, baby. And real quick, just back on that introspective part. Questions. Is there something I'm afraid of? Do I feel threatened? Like, how can I identify my feelings so that I can better address them in the conversation? And then you're going to help yourself and you're going to help your relationship. Next tip, work on managing your emotions. For some, this may be easier than others. This can look very different between men and women. So today, I want to focus on the men. Maybe you really fucking overthink it. Maybe you are like hyper-focused. You're playing out all these what-ifs. Like, what if he was a better lover? Like, his dick was so much bigger. I can't stop thinking about how she talks to him, how she looks at him. They go on business trips together. Like, you could be playing out just these negative worst case scenarios, just fucking yourself in that. And you don't feel good. And you may be like, no, I'm not even playing it up. Like the fact is that my wife's going on a business trip with this studly Mike guy who I know thinks my wife is hot and there's nothing I can do about it. It's their fucking job. So you have a choice. You can sit and fucking feel God awful. You could trust your wife. <laughs> I know easier said than done, but if it's jealousy is what you're feeling, but there's no like evidence in the relationship, we're disconnected. We're not fucking. She's spending more time there. She's watering that I'm coming to her and things aren't getting better. If there's different factors and it's a much bigger problem than feeling insecure and jealous because you don't feel in control or you feel threatened, that's different. But if you know that your wife is good to you, your wife is into you, things are pretty good on the home front. You have your issues, but like y'all are both in it to fucking win it, go the distance. You're seeking each other out. You're turning inward. Then that is when you have to make a choice for the greater good, for your sake, for her sake, for your own fucking sanity. And side note, another regulating emotions, these emotions that turn into obsessive actions. Maybe you're always going through her phone you are always looking for ways to get your feelings hurt. And maybe by that, I don't mean like she's betraying you, but some conversation, some, something hurts your feelings kind of thing. And you get in this habit of checking constantly and looking where she's at on the tracker and checking the cameras. You are getting some bad habits 
and you're staying in this fight or flight mode, you're waiting for the shoe to drop, you're fucking manifesting some no good shit, in my opinion. And I'm telling you, I've been in that loop before. I've been in the loop where I'm like, well, once you stop looking, that's when it'll happen. I get cynical. I have felt so wronged, dated men that have lived double fucking lives, just picked some really not good ones. You think just because they have fabulous taste in music and a great sense of humor and a good dick that they'll be good to you and they won't. And that story is for another day. But men and managing your emotions, emotions can be information without being directions. It means you can experience your jealousy, say, this is uncomfortable, ask for the appropriate support without behaving like a psychopath in a knee-jerk way or accusing you're you're doing you're cheating on me you're such a stupid slut like no psycho man no 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 you could ask your partner for support but you cannot expect them to manage your emotions for you and you shouldn't want them to either bethany gabriella brown lpc of nemi health and wellness said learn how to recognize what you're feeling acknowledge it experience it tolerate it as part of your own inner work and that is fabulous advice last little tip from this article i kind of paraphrased them and made them applicable some that i felt like were more totally geared for the women so this was definitely a pick and paraphrase Before pointing fingers, first look inward. Ask yourself, am I self-sabotaging? Am I bringing their past into the present? Am I bringing my past into the present? Am I projecting? Did they do something to trigger this jealousy? See, like, why the fuck you're triggered? If all of these words are foreign to you, if that was just Spanish, then I would advise therapy. And that wasn't a dig. I wasn't a dig. That was, I, I really, really fucking do. Because if you do not have the ability to identify how you're feeling, why you're feeling, and where it may be coming from, or the ability to self-reflect, well, that's scary if you can't self-reflect. But sometimes people that have never been to therapy really struggle with articulating or identifying or knowing where to start. So therapy, not bad. It's not bad doesn't mean you have to do it forever. It can be seasonal. Sometimes I'm cynical about therapy, but if you've never been, I'm going to bet $2 million, you could get some real good life-changing, perspective-changing pointers, tips that you will hold on to forever and ever, tools that'll be in the forever toolbox. Okay, back to pointing fingers. So we all have done it, okay? Okay. I know we've all said something the wrong way where instead of talking about our own feelings, we're like, you, 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 you didn't, you did, you can't, you shouldn't. And sometimes when we get jealous, we can get 10 steps ahead and we are convinced, we are sold, the jealousy has just overcome us, we're confused, we feel threatened and you are accusing. And so in this last tip, I urge you to take a moment of pausing See what really uh, got you there and turn them into I statements when communicating with your partner. Women listening, if your husband listens to this, say, say your man's a jealous man and y'all are listening and he's going to take these tips and work on them. Fucking save space. Maybe 
you're listening right now and your husband is not a terribly chaotic, psycho, jealous man, but jealousy pops up and he comes to you or he talks to you and maybe it irritates you how he brings it up. Maybe he's not perfect at his delivery and his timing. Maybe he accuses you. Maybe he gets real in ego and, and in fear. And that's that's okay. I think a lot of people, if I asked, have you ever done that? They'd raise their hand and say, yes, I've overreacted, overthought, got in my head, and it was harmful to my relationship. And we had a fight and it didn't go well. And it's because of how we handled it. Maybe just how you handled it. But a lot of the times it is we. Women, if your man is trying and he is coming to you and you can tell that he is trying to communicate with you without losing his shit, fucking save that space for him. Tell him good job. Don't fucking make him feel less than. Don't make fun of him. Don't not validate him. Don't dismiss him. Really think how would you want to be treated in this situation? If you were coming to your husband and sharing with him something that upset you, bothered you, you feel like you need a boundary around whatever it is, would you want him to, now, babe, it's not true. Oh, being crazy about it, you're worrying too much. Nope, 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 nope. Okay? I don't want to hear that from anybody, neither one. I feel like that's dismissive. It doesn't validate your partner's feelings. And maybe you don't get it. If you don't get it, ask more questions. But hold space for your partner. On the other side of that, I will say, Anything that is just constant, if it's a constant issue, you're like, Jordan, but my man is jealous all the time. It's every day. It's don't wear this or don't go there. I don't like this. That's when it is a him thing. And he needs to hear this and he needs to look inward and he needs to do a little internal checky, checky, checky. Because if you want to keep your wifey and happy wifey, happy lifey, I know it can be cute sometimes. We're like, oh, look, they really care. They're like a little jealous. But anything with too much can go too far. And it can be destructive and damaging. And specifically to the man who wrote me in regards to retroactive jealousy, let's, let's go over what he said. Let's end this segment with his question. I recently had a very difficult time where the thoughts of my wife's past took over every minute of my life for like three straight days. Lots of rumination and frustration, and I am realizing after seven years of marriage that I can not get my wife's past out of my head, and not was in all caps. Despite my best efforts to push past it, there has been lots of conversation over the years. She has told me she had her fun, and now I'm looking for a husband very early on in our dating, before we got together, and that she had stayed with guys who were assholes to her solely because they had big dicks and were a great lay. Furthermore, when we moved in together, part of the stuff she brought over was a used Magnum condom wrapper. I couldn't understand, but I felt so sickened and heartbroken. It felt like she cheated on me despite my obvious knowledge that this person preceded me by at least a year since that's how long we'd been together. Since then, I have felt very much less than despite being her husband and being a great guy with a great career and an average sized dong that's never gotten any complaints in my own sexual history. After two years of dating, our sex has gone from enjoyable, connective, primal, and wild to pretty standard stuff. And now seven years and a two-year-old kid later, I can't tell she 
isn't enthusiastic most of the time. She seems to kind of tune out during sex. And when I asked her what's up, she said it's just her brain and she's always been that way. But I know that's not true. And I can't get it out of my head that if I was one of those fun guys who was 6'4 and hung like a horse, that she wouldn't tune out. So much that in order to get off, I've had to imagine her with other guys when we're having sex. It used to make me angry yet horny, (laughs) as you put it in one of your podcast episodes, but now it fills me with rage and sadness. I feel hopeless. She says everything is fine and she's happy, but between her low libido, her tuning out, and her I had my fun already, I can't help but feel like I'm playing second fiddle to guys I've never even met, like I'm competing with a ghost for my wife's sexual prowess. Recently, we attended a tantric embodiment workshop, and she and I connected in an intimate way that we hadn't in years. And I know she loves me. I know she's faithful, and I know she wants me to be happy. I just am so in my head about it and only now realizing my way of thinking about her past, which she admits was pretty promiscuous, and she is happily proud of that, isn't normal, but rather causing me to pull away from her. I want to feel desired on a primal level by my spouse, and I feel like that primal desire was spent on other men before I came into the picture. Okay. So you want me to fucking tell you the truth? I think you are being and sitting in the victim role. I think you feel sorry for yourself and I am not trying to be mean, but I want to shake you and snap you out of it and tell you the reason why it's not going like you want in the bedroom is because you don't have to even say anything. She can smell the weakness. She can smell that longing and desperation and that insecurity. We can sense that. We can feel it. We're intuitive fucking witches or angels or princesses, whatever you want to call it. Magical babies, powerful women, intuitive goddess. Okay. She can sense that shit, bro. And if you want me to do you a solid, if I was your sister, I would say, bro, little bro, bro, big bro, bro, time to man up, time to make a fucking choice, time to look in the goddamn mirror and affirm yourself. Quit with this narrative. Quit it. It can be your reality. You can choose it. You can say the same sob story over and over and you go, but these these are like facts and real fact of her past. Like this is who she fucked, but you don't, you're not in her head. You don't fucking know. You really don't know. You can assume But instead of wondering what that was like, she didn't marry that and she didn't marry it for a reason. And she married you for a reason. And it sounds like if your perspective changed, the whole fucking enchilada, the whole narrative, the whole shebang, the whole vibe could change. I feel like you are holding yourself back. You're holding your sec. You're in the way of yourself. You're in your own way is what I'm trying to say. You kind of have to look at the situation and go, okay, I can either get a lobotomy or I can be an insecure dude all the time. And we know it, like confidence is sexy, blue chew, confidence is sexy. And that goes for men and women and the men and the women are nodding. We know that. And there's such thing as like cocky and all that. I don't think you got to worry about that. I think we need you to get your mojo back. So you need to be doing some self-care. I think you need to be fucking affirming yourself. I want you to feel good about yourself. Think about the good shit. Think about the fact that this woman married you and she chose you forever. She said, this dick, I can do it forever. 
you have to take out the stories that aren't serving you and that are weighing you down. And you saying, I can't, I tried, but I can't for the light. I can't, it's, I won't, it's not. It sounds like you've made up your mind and that that's going to be that that's going to be the POV. I say we change our glasses. We get a new little pink rosy one. I would prefer you to be delusional. I would prefer you to be delusional because it feels better. (laughs) Quite frankly, we need to get you going in a different direction and then you can gain momentum, even if that means being a little out there, freakishly optimistic, freakishly positive, delulu positive. It works. It works if you work it. I may sound crazy, but try it. And then you're going to be saying it with me and we won't even care who calls us crazy because we're the ones having good sex. So... What you have at home, that's what you have to go to bed with. It's your life. That's your that's your reality. You're living in it. So if you want it to change, you're going to have to make different decisions. You're going to have to think different thoughts. And if before you get there, which if I was you, I would just start doing that. I would, If I was you, I'd wake up in the morning. I would say 10 positive things about myself, whether I believed eight of them or not, whether I thought seven were a lie and three I could get down with, I'd say all 10 of them every day for 30 days, you're going to believe in 90% of them by the end of those 30 days, feel like a different man. And I want you to approach your relationship differently. She senses it. And because she can sense that about you and that insecurity and that weakness, that is not sexy to her. And I'm sure she's just gotten in routine. She knows how it's going to go down. She knows you. She knows your personality. I think if you worked on yourself, your confidence, your self-esteem, because again, jealousy, insecurity, if you worked on your self-esteem, which doesn't mean you need to go get attention from girls and validation outside of yourself to show that you are worthy. No, it is a core personal belief that you are good enough, that you are worthy of pleasure, that nobody else is like you, that you're a badass in your own right, and this is your life, and you're not going to sit on the sideline, and you're not going to be a little bitch, and you're going to fucking wear the pants, and you're going to ravish your wife, and you're going to have primal sex, and have grace, know that ebbs and flows, seasons, it not always feeling passionate, getting in a routine, getting in a rut. This is why the fucking podcast exists because all that shit happens. But you, my friend, you, my friend need to love yourself a little more and decide that you are not going to let your wife's past fucking suck you dry like this. You are not going to give that the power over you to take away all of your energy, mentally drain you, and make your balls shrivel up into tiny little peas. No, we're going to let that go. Let the balls drop. Was I a little harsh in this one? A little bit? A little bit? To sum it up, to wrap up this episode with a nice little bow on top, I would say to this listener, use the tips, have the conversation you need to, but what's going to actually change the vibe. Yeah, I think a conversation could get you going, but I think she probably knows you and she probably knows that you feel insecure about these things. So I think you working on you and then you start radiating a confident man who walks a little taller, who feels a little better, who's feeling himself. I think that's going to be what really, really brings the spark back into your relationship. Okay, this episode was fun. Much love, much love, much love. I'm doing a big stretch right now. Okay, 
If you like audio erotica, don't forget about the Patreon. New sexy stories are uploaded every single week. Also, shop the merch, shop the merch, crop tops and sweatshirts. I've only got extra large sweatshirts left, but that is like the bestest size. Fall is coming up. You want to listen to mommy hoodie. I'm 5'3 and I wear the large and I wouldn't say I'm a large person and I wear the large because I like it oversized. So these extra larges I know have good homes waiting for them and the mildly toxic crops. I've got some smalls left and those won't be restocked. So get your hands on one ASAPO. That link will be in the episode notes as well as all the things mentioned today. Go follow me on social media. I've got a new poll up. I just got this sent in as I was recording. Curious, can you pull Instagram and ask if their significant other is in fact the best they've ever had? It's a hell yeah for me, but I'm wondering how many people ended up marrying their air quotes best and y'all better be fucking honest. I've already talked about this before, but like, you know, if we asked every single man who is your best blowjob, I feel like only 30% of the men would say that their wife is the best blowjob they've ever had. And like, my feelings aren't hurt. Like my feelings aren't hurt. I haven't asked my husband that question because I'm, I, I don't think that I'm it because I think my husband was really disgusting before, (laughs) before, before I met him, but that's okay. Good for him. Good for him. I'm glad he got it out of his system because now the only place he's being disgusting is right there with me. Jordy Cakes. Okay, until next time. I love you long time. Leave the show five stars on Apple Podcast. Really helps mommy out. Write a review. It helps listeners when they come across the podcast to like the horny housewife. And then they read the reviews and they're like, okay, I'm here. I'm signing up for this shit. So you help the show grow. Much appreciated. If you're on Spotify, you can leave a rating and make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following the show. Make sure you actually have fucking clicked the subscribe button because some of y'all haven't. You're just listening and there's no button pushed. So please do that. I will see you next week. Love you, love you, love you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.